to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city, we are locking the statements. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. It is a very special day for us. A Keys to the City, Father's Day slash our parents' anniversary. 34th anniversary. 34th anniversary. And we're going to be joined in just a brief time with the Joseph McGuire to talk about, like it said, it's been a year unlike anything we've ever been part of i know you're older than me i know you've never seen something like this i know joe hasn't seen we're going to talk about just in general not just baseball because we do saw we do have been talking a lot about baseball because they're the one sport that still sticks to is there going to be anything well let's just say in general is there going to be sports in 2020 we'll get into that with joe and then we're going to talk about the whole jamal adams situation with the jets the jets once again they're trying to a team that's coming from the rise with sam Darnold, a new beginning and now you got to deal with one of your, your best player wanting to get out. But I do want to be joined with Joseph McGuire because he is a father, and it is Father's Day. Joe, I'm going to start off with you. What does it mean to you to be a father, and what does Father's Day mean to you in general? Well, it means this year a mug, uh, which, which is something I did legitimately ask for, uh, and they certainly came through. It, it both warms and cools my drink. So that's very is that exciting. The Yeti? What, what kind of what is that? Kind of, the Yeti? What kind of mug is that? No, it's it's uh it's a generic mug, uh, Hydra Peak. Yeah, I oh, didn't nice. even get a I didn't even get a good one, but that's all right. Um, you know, look, be, being a dad wow. is great. I'll tell you. Um, it's funny because you know I, I'm a huge sports fan. Baseball's my my real love in in life, and I've never been a fan of superheroes at all. And my four year old son is like a superhero freak. And I've become like a superhero nerd. And like I'm, we have all sorts of, like I've been buying up tons of toys and stuff. That's well, all we, we do. We, question then. Who's your favorite? Who is your, who, does he call you anybody? Does he call you like Batman? And who's super, your, super dad. Who's your, who's your, who's your uh, superhero? Well, he likes me to be, he wants me to be Batman. So I'll dress up as Batman. And, and he's, uh, his Everybody likes Batman. favorite bad guy is Two-Face. He's, my son loves the villains. We just started watching Star Wars too, and he Darth Vader's his guy. He's like rooting for the evil empire. Well, he, the, 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 he's on my the right son. Track. He knows. Because we are the evil empire. So yeah, he's got to be a Yankee fan. That means in the end. Yeah. But Absolutely. like I said, it, it's 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 a special day for us, for our family, and and to all the fa- to fathers and to all the families. I mean, it's been a rough year for a lot of people because we we're just thinking there's been a lot of family friends that have lost fathers this year due to the COVID, due to just health or just, it's their time. It's just, it's been a, yeah, because I'm really sad year. When I was scrolling through my Facebook, you know, today it's just gets bombarded with everyone wishing every, you know, every person, you, Father's Day, Father's Day. And, you know, it's just, and then really a couple sad. of people, a lot of people got birthdays, but then I was looking, I was like, when I was scrolling, usually it's all happiness. And there was a lot of close friends that have lost their fathers this year, so for the first time, unfortunate deaths that have occurred. Sander, happy Father's Day, my man. From other circumstances. So very kind of weird thing. I was telling Frankie last night. Yeah, I was like, you know, what are you doing? Because his, his dad had passed away a couple yeah. years ago. And I was, he was like, you know, it's not – today is not a, a special day. Well, I mean, it is – It's a sad day for some. It's a special day for others, and that's just how it is. 
And I look, we've been going through this for three months, and it still just feels so eerie that how everything has been going on throughout this country and throughout the world of what we've been dealing with. And that's how I, I wanted to start off with. Look, we've been talking about baseball. We talk about basketball. Talk about football. Hell, we might even talk a little hockey sometimes, just in general, because we are a sports show. We love sports. It's our it's our life. Other than family and friends, sports is probably I don't know. I think I could I think I could speak for both of us. It's our it's probably our third well, most. What did I, what did I, I say? I like food. I don't know what's more important to you, food or sports. What did I say? I always what, what did I say on my uh, my dating app yesterday? Uh, <laughs> family, friends, and sports. And if you can fit, if you can check those three boxes off, we'll have a good time. And that's what I'm saying. It's just we we we've come to you guys as passionate sports fans and. The, the love that we have for sports and we've given you the best product and coming up on over three years now and we come up on year three and this is a year that people are trying to make jumps to get bigger things and everybody had high hopes for 2020 i'll never forget it. it's like 2020 this is the year this is this is our year a big year for us and it's been definitely a year for all of us to reflect on everything and this is a year that we have to grow within each other and now you look, and now you look, we are coming up on a month away from possibly the NBA playing. Hockey, June th- uh, July 30th would be the when the playoffs well, start. I thought, this, baseball, I thought this was going to be done by July 4th. And baseball, and baseball is still in the midst of a uh, ongoing war to not figure out if there's going to be anything. But take away baseball for a sec. You look at everything that's going on right now. Cases coming back in Florida. Arizona has a huge spike. Uh, Joe, I, I'm not. A, you could jump in because you probably know what better. The states that have had a big jump. Well, in it's the southern and, states that were not getting affected well, when Oregon, we were getting Oregon was another one. Joe, there's been. I don't. If you want, yeah, to say, you know, more unfortunately, it it is. It's a lot of the cities. It's a lot of the cities, especially where you know uh, we're talking about Arizona and and Florida being two of the bigger ones. Texas is seeing major spikes. Yeah. Out west, you're seeing it in, in into the Midwest. And, and Ted, you just hit the nail on the head. Um, there weren't there wasn't as much testing being done in Florida and some of these other states because they weren't really being affected and and so now that you're now that you're seeing more testing what you're seeing is obviously um, higher numbers and you're going to get spikes in places and and of course add that into literally the reopening of America which is what's been going on over the last few weeks uh, mm-hmm. and with that as as one would expect there have been a lot more cases and it's you know look. We've talked about this before. I don't I don't want to just keep kind of beating a dead horse, but you know, we know that this thing is supposed to get worse and we know a lot of people are going to pass away from this unfortunately. And that is certainly problematic and it's a it's definitely a factor that's got to be considered. Dr. Anthony Fauci, who, you know, everybody knows from the uh the infectious disease expert uh is recommending they don't play. Uh, yeah. Especially well, if they the were ball. playing football, it would be in a bubble. But you can't do that. With no, exactly. And Sean McVay said it best. You've been predicating something specifically throughout these past three months. It's called social distancing, right? Have signs everywhere. Go into places and for stuff that's opening up, social distancing, right? Well, how are you supposed to play 16, 17 games of nonstop contact each and every play with the blood, the sweat, and the tears each and every play? And you're going to try to play a whole football season knowing that you've been dealing with a pandemic the first three months. And I'm not just talking about baseball. This is for all sports. And, Ted, I know you've been talking. Yeah, 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 you, you, you can do but ball. Actually, you can do ball you and could, you can do NASCAR. But you can't specifically, do these- we've talked about the past three years, our main shows, 
our topics have always been about football, baseball, and, basketball. Yes, and a little side of hockey. But other than that, it's been those three. Now, just yeah. in general. Yeah. And I, we talked about it, and we got to arguments. I was like, Ted, <laughs> what do you want to discuss? How do you want to talk? It's like, do you feel it, – it just feels like it's the same stuff over and over because realistically, ladies and gentlemen, there may not be sports in 2020. And, but, dude, and there's not going to be sports. There's not going to be right sports. Right now, there still is. Listen, I was the one that said there was right going to be sports. As current, right now, there is a plan to still play sports in a month. That can all change very quickly. And here's the problem. And that's why we're realistically, so, ladies and gentlemen, there's not going to be sports in 2020. And for both passionate sports fans, it is what it is. Okay. We have to be realistic. So two things. Joe, we'll go backwards for one second. So right. we said these numbers are spiking. My buddy Charles and his girlfriend were down in Tampa the last week, all right? He said, when you were down in Florida, he goes, you wouldn't even know there was a coronavirus going on Never because know. people are just living their lives. They're not testing, so of course the numbers are going to spike. When you don't test, and now all of a sudden you bring tests three months later, of course the numbers are going to spike. You haven't tested. You haven't created uh, an X factor. Now, So you're going to have numbers. One thing is people are not wearing masks down there. So you're going to have the numbers. The other thing is, it's summertime. People are not going to be locked up in their houses in the summertime. People want to enjoy. They're trying to open up the economy. They're trying to get the world back on its feet. So you're go the numbers are going to spike. It's inevitable. Yep. Now, I was reading the college football thing. Now we'll get to the sports thing. Clemson had 28 players or so cool. had 28 players that tested positive. But that doesn't mean they were sent to the hospital. They just have to be self-quarantined. A lot of the people of the football players that we've seen in college football the last two weeks – have this positive test don't it's necessarily show symptoms but they still have to quarantine and that's what you're going to see now getting with sports i said this yesterday game seven nba playoffs conference finals day before lebron james test is positive he can't play you changes the whole factor biggest sport the biggest star kansas sports, city chiefs the biggest story is yeah we, we can you got to win to get into the playoffs Mahomes, he's got to be quarantined for, I don't know, minimum seven days, possibly 14. Well, That's two 14 weeks days old. The, now what? The, now you don't have a starting quarterback. You could be in flux. There's no way you're going to be able to have a sports with with no. the contact that they do in the major sports yeah. without a vaccination. It's not going to be possible because someone is going to get it, and then anyone who's associated with that person has to be self quarantined We've already seen it. Tampa Bay players, coaches, just in general, and like the colleges. Joe, I've asked you this twice. Azure, is it going under 50% now of sport, having sports this year? Well, you asked baseball. We asked baseball. I'm going to just ask sports to you. 2020, I don't I know, 100%, what's the chances? I think, well, I think that there's a chance you're going to see sports. I guess the big question is, is whether or not they're going to be able to get through a season. I think it'll get shut down. The basketball, they'll start it, but then, like, I can't see them. I can't see the – I can see sports happening. I can't see the major sports happening before major sports. I can't see I can see basketball. I can't see basketball, football, definitely football, baseball with their whole mess, and then hockey. You might get golf. You might get you'll get NASCAR, UFC, WWE stuff like that. You'll still get that. Well, you know about basketball. What they said is now they're worried because the whole bubble thing that they're going to use in Orlando, which was a great idea, but now they're worried because there's spikes in Florida. So they're like, ah, and they might be. You know, maybe that's not a good place to be in there. I'll tell you. It's it's gonna be tough because not even that was best used when it first came out. Two players, one player got out on the Jazz. What they do? They self quarantined the whole team. So what? How do you? And they shut down an entire league. So after all, yes, but I'm, saying, one, I'm I, saying now, I know that if you're, you're in playoffs, player. you're doing playoffs. Yeah. You're the Lakers. One guy gets it. 
how do you how do you, when do you play? You got to wait 14 days. But based off of one player, an entire league got shut down. I what if one other player, like you said, Ted? What if LeBron gets it during one of these games that you got right? Not even before the playoffs. What if it's one of these eight games that they got are scheduled to play before, and LeBron or Anthony Davis or Kawhi gets it? Bam! You know what happens with those guys? What happens with those other teams? You got to take both of those. But teams that's why I think baseball wasn't had their head up their rear ends. So they could play because nine players are scattered with more than six feet distance on the baseball field. And like they said, where half the team would be in the dugout and half the team would be in the stands, and you would call the players in when you needed them. Okay, you can get away with it in baseball probably, but because there's, I, I, I would love to have Jeff pass it on and say Jeff. The baseball came out with a 60 game. The players want to play 70, but they're getting full pro-rated salaries. What is the difference in 10 more games? What is it a financial thing that they're going to get more money for 10 more games? What is it that is the big issue about 10 more games? Like what, what is stemming from people just playing, okay, I want to play baseball? Can I tell you what my guess is? Please. I think, honestly, because look, Rob Manfred could have already stepped in and said, we're playing starting on July 28th. And this, he could have already done that. Yep. And it seems to me that all the posturing might very well be, you know, I know there's six to eight owners that, that are, are not keen on the idea. There's obviously a lot of players that aren't crazy about the idea. And I feel like, the, you know, I don't, I don't think they maybe realize how poorly this is being perceived. But I think this is them just sort of kicking the can down the road in hopes of kind of seeing what's going to happen with everybody else. And, you know, almost once they're forced to cancel, be like, well, we were going to do it, but, you know, now we can't because Dr. Fauci said, and you know. Mm -hmm. And I think that's sort of what they're looking for here because they could have they could have settled this two weeks ago, three weeks ago, really, if they wanted to. Hell, a month uh, ago. At any yeah. point, Rob Manford can step in and and – that's that. And so I don't does, know, he have I, power, does he have that power to say we're playing? No, there's no agreement though. Here's my they, thing signed, um, they signed an agreement in March and that agreement in March said if they couldn't negotiate and come up with uh, a, an agreement, both sides agreed on that. He could mandate, I believe a 50 game season to be played, you know, with all mm -hmm. the details already. It, it, it's already set. And he's been saying, this is why he said a couple weeks ago, 100% we're going to play, yeah, because he's been threatening to invoke that. But now, again, here comes push comes to shove. He's not doing it. Yeah, and then he said, like last, I think it was last week, he says 100% when they were doing the night of the uh, draft, they said 100% there will be baseball. Two days later, he comes out and says, I don't know if there's going to be baseball. How do you go from 48 hours to saying, we're going to have baseball 1,000, 100%. Because he's paid by the owners, but he still wants to have the respect don't of the come baseball out. Yeah, players. And he's put in a tough position because if he doesn't. You can't come out and say something as as strong as that, knowing that we've been they've been having an ongoing battle between each other to figure out if there could be a season and then come out and go, kind of retaliate back on your statement. You know, I almost wonder if he, you know, one of those situations where you find out last minute you don't have the votes. I think he went in thinking that there were enough owners. on. He needed 75% of the owners, and I think he thought he had it. And then suddenly after, I think, proclaiming it'll definitely happen, found out there were at least two more owners who were not on the side of playing, and now suddenly he doesn't have the votes to 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 make it happen. So I, I think things may have changed. And, again, look, these guys are – I think people really understand this too. 
my understanding is even for the players here towards the end, this has been less about the prorated salaries and how much that they're getting and, and more about how are you going to keep us safe and how how are we going to be testing and what's this going to be like? You know, yeah. again, teams can't so shower at the stadium and – you know, right. family, so that's and, and, and it, it was one thing for basketball. And right? they got to stay away. You're, you're going to be away from your family yeah. for two months. Baseball, it's going to be longer. Or football, it would have been longer. You're going to stay away from your family. How, how are you going to? How can you tell a human being that? Well, you, listen. No, you can't. There is no 100 percent like we can protect you. Okay, because probably inevitable, someone's going to get it on your team. It's just that's the way it's going to go. What I was going to ask you, Joe, and I just asked Trevor. I was like, let me ask a question. And I and whoever's watching, I love to ask people just in general. Are you even missing sports right now because it's summertime? And like I, I think we could be really, well, I think I we could really take a hit because when it hits, when it starts getting colder. Well, in the fall when you yeah. usually used to Sunday fall. But I said like Trevor, like at first I was like I was devastated, like oh my god, my wife is boring. Like what am I gonna do? Like I don't know what to do because every weekend it'd be like I'm watching baseball on Saturday or Sunday. But now that it's summertime, right now the Yankees and, be getting to go ready to play and and places are well and places are, <laughs> and places are opening up. You know, usually this is right right around uh, old timers' day. I well, think, no, it's right? Fine. It's fine. The, you, Garrett Cole, Garrett Cole, be pitching against the Rays right now or something. But what I was saying is, it's summer, but it's summertime. So, like, if it wasn't Father's Day, we'd probably go to our parents right now, hang out by the pool, listen to music, have some cocktails, relaxing. Right? No big thing. It's a nice, easy Sunday. No big. But when it's October twenty first and it's a Saturday or Sunday and it's forty five degrees outside. And you're not jumping in and the pool, no and, and, and there's no college NFL. football, and there's no NFL, and you're sitting on your couch. Then are you starting to lose your mind because it's like, all right, well, we can't go outside, and you're kind of caught inside. How have you been dealing with it? I bought a power to- washer. Oh, did you? I did. Nice. I was going to tell you, I was going to wreck someone. I've been power washing everything. My, my backyard looks insane. So, I mean, that's what I've been trying to like. I keep myself busy with that, and I got a little bit of wiffle ball set up in my yard so a couple hours of yard work we start throwing the ball you know we start we start playing some ball it's yeah. a it's a great great thing the kids have been excited about helping me clear up so we have a big giant retaining wall yes, uh, yes. in my yard you guys have seen it it's yep. incredible it, it, it's perfect for wiffle ball i mean it's it really is. It is and that wall is a little bit old and so i've taken the power washer and literally i mean just turning it back you into know, like now, it looks brand new 2020 is the year of Taking care of stuff around. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people doing a lot of stuff, remodeling houses. Well, I know our parents. They had just, the hardwood floors done. Then they just had their power walls. Yeah. They had this kid, Matt. I forgot the name of his company. I'm building a bocce walk. court. Are you? Yeah. I have a dedicated area. I'm building a I bocce mean, we've court. We've been doing a lot of things around the house. I mean, it's been a year of figuring stuff out for ourselves and trying to improve ourselves each and every day and dealing with this whole pandemic. And I, and I, think I love that you've been working on yourself and you're both single. That's yes. That's family. another thing. I mean, yeah, yeah. We're working on ourselves. We became single. It's I love it. Year, but like right now, with not having sports, does it suck? Yeah, of course it does because I love sports. But it is summertime. It is beautiful. I haven't missed it as much as I thought I would right now. But it's because it's summertime. And not well. The NBA probably would have just ended. The NBA finals would have just ended. Free agency is July fourth. Yes, July fourth. And then baseball would be playing right now. We'd be in the midst of almost All Star break. And We'd be getting excited. We, maybe the Yankees would be back 100% healthy right now. Who knows? That's that's what. But we were like when this first came out, we were getting not upset, but we were you know what's oh, like I the was, cabin fever. We were getting cabin fever I, I, because it was like the same thing every weekend. I was off Friday, Saturday. 
no one really wanted to come over. I couldn't really go to anyone's house. Mm-hmm. Couldn't go to any restaurants. So we was like stuck home at my my at house and my parents. At the time, yeah. parents Fridays and Saturdays, and you just kind of sit home like watching. I don't know what. You know, you, you know, you start watching some of the old Super Bowl and some of the other stuff, but then eventually it gets boring. You want to watch something new. You, always, you know, you go to watch. Society, we always want something new. Of course, summertime it's been good because we're able. To, there's a little bit less social. You know, you can go out, you can move around. It's nice out. Yeah. But I think, and as Steve Rizzo just commented, and you just posted that thing. When fall comes around, that's when it's going to. I feel like no football, and I'm gonna get the cabin fever again. Football is really gonna be a because big, it's, a big, a big, a big. Like, listen, if we lived in Florida all year round, it'd be different because you just enjoy the sun all year round. You wouldn't think about it. But it's definitely that's why they can hit for all sports that's fans why Florida, football. If there's no football this year, that's why you'll you, see that you'll see whenever. Really and that's why people in Florida don't go. So they don't. Uh, they're not true fans down there because it's too nice out to go sit in the stadium and watch the baseball or football. We're up here like, yeah, we're definitely going to the game. Yeah, I want to go to the. You know, it's funny, too. I've always been a very casual MMA fan. I was kind of into it in like the mid-2000s for a couple of years, and I've gotten back into it recently, but it's it's allowed me a chance actually to catch up in the years where I wasn't as much of a fan and sort of know, know a little bit more about who's who and what's what, and I've kind of gone back to the original history of MMA just to learn more about the sport and the early championships and some of the rules. So. Yeah. I'm still, you know, I still can like plug away and 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 even with boxing, I've done a lot of that with boxing, uh, even within like the last ten years or so, where boxing was so huge, and now, you know, uh, yep. but I'm I'm trying to learn more about the who's who of today and and sort of the up and and coming young guys because, I mean, I I, I could watch highlights or I could watch a right free now, fight or whatever. It's cool. We're able to watch that. We'll be able to watch the UFC. We're able to watch boxing. I mean, the stuff like this. We're able to watch that. Because of these, because all the other sports. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, watched, I've watched UFC. Now, well, I guess, hey, pretty cool. You probably saw me post it on my uh, Instagram and Twitter and some Facebook. Oh, the Belmont. The Belmont. Did you watch the Belmont? Of course. I love horse racing. It was, def- it was definitely weird. I do. I, it, it's it was so definitely hard. weird to see, though. I mean, them playing New York and you're seeing everybody virtually like this. And then Times, the one that really got me, Times Square. They showed an overshot live camera view of, of, of Times Square, and we and, and anybody that knows Times Square knows what Times Square is all about. There was nobody on that strip, so to see that it really just puts into perspective the definition of 20. If you want to have the definition of 2020, take a picture of Times Square of that. Bam, there's 2020 for you. Yeah, there's it's. Uh, I mean, the, the race was shortened. They played New York. Belmont New York, and the, it was just it was the just, Belmont was yeah. the first race, which is definitely. Um, it's different. It's just the whole the, thing. The whole thing. There's 76 days until the next race. It's it's just different, and it was just so weird to see. But it was like to see some kind of sports in that type of aspect. I mean, it was fun. It was enjoyable. But it's just for the minute. It doesn't for matter. Minute. No matter what happens with any of these sporting events going forward, just remember that there most likely will not be fans. I know they're going to tell you, oh yeah, we're going to try to bring in fans. Realistically, we're not going to have fans even if we do play sports. But I still, at this point, current time, on June 21st of 2020, halfway through the year, I don't see sports happening this year. That's just me. That's just me. I think we're all in the same boat. I want to just close out with this. Let's get into the NFL. The NFL, one of the bigger stars, Jamal Adams, comes out. The New York Jets. Uh, uh, came out again. Well, I mean, he's he's been, this first... has been going on brewing for a couple of months now. And this is one of the young up-and-coming teams, it seems like. And we are Giant fans, so we know. We always talk about New York sports. 
And the Jets, Sam Darnold, they got the face of the franchise. Jamal Adams, another face of the franchise. Well, now he's coming out and saying, I want out. And to see that happening, it got me. I mean, it, it's pretty interesting because you've seen Le'Veon Bell. He wanted out. He wanted his money. They didn't get it. I know this is where the NFL is different from, way different from the NBA. Because the NBA, players want out. The control. player, Yeah, the, it's a player's league. The NFL, they'll never budge with players. If, they, if you don't want to, if you don't want to play, then guess what? Okay, just look at Le'Veon Bell, plain and simple. And do you think Jamal Adams is doing the right thing? And how should the Jets handle this? Because he is, if not the best safety in the game, and one of the best defensive. Well, oh, I don't know if he's the best safety. He I would, might be. I said he may be. So this is what they said the other day, and then I'll let Joe come in. Was he wants to be the highest paid Jet player on the team? He's and, he's and, and he wants to be the highest paid safety in the game. All, all relative, all, all, all fair in wanting in the negotiations. The thing is, he still has two years, two years left on his contract. Mm-hmm. Joe, I'll let you come in, and then we can, we'll discuss. Uh, we can, yeah, we could close out with this. Yeah. So, Feeling uh, on know, I think it's a shame the way the NFL is set up. You know, you you've got a union. We talk about this. Where I mean, the, these guys definitely have not half the power that the Major League Baseball Players Union has. Maybe in trouble right now. <laughs> You know, and look, you know, the idea that one of the top safeties in the league would say, again, he's somewhere in the top five. Yes. Fair to say. We can um, rank them out. We can do that as a thing down the road. Why, you know, why would he not expect to be paid amongst the best? And, you know, again, you talk about the idea, well, he's under contract for two years. Yeah, they could also cut him tomorrow and pay him nothing. So it's it's that kind of league. It's that kind of contract. When you're in your prime years in the NFL, a guy like Saquon or, or Zeke or, or or Dak or any of these guys, this is when you got to get paid. And the yeah. owners sort of want to wait until you you know you get your fifth year, and and, and then you know you're sort of on the on the wrong side now of a contract extension. Uh, you know it's it's a ludicrous thing. They've really done a good job in the NFL of keeping salaries, obviously with a cap and and, and keeping salaries structured or whatever. Pay mm-hmm. the guy. I mean, it, it's it's idiotic not to. There's no reason this guy shouldn't I, be getting Landon Collins money. That's crazy. Because I remember, and I, the reason I say yeah, but why pay him now? I remember why he's still got for two years. Dude, look at look at the way now. they do things in baseball, where where you buy out a guy's free agent years and you sign him to a long term deal. The Again, problem is the injury risk is less. I, I you're right. I was going to ask you because you, we talked about this with Judge and Sanchez and Severino, where they paid Severino the four years, forty million, and we're like, that's kind of cheap. But you're like, you're buying out the free agency years. You're going to get him on the arbitrations, blah blah. You know, you save. We're based, you know, football. He's a first round pick, so you know it's a five year deal. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know it's it's a fixed salary for the position that he got chosen at six overall. You know they could franchise him the sixth year. They could franchise him again if they really wanted to the seventh year. So really, he has no say for seven years if the team wanted to play hardball. Yeah, that's true. Well, I, think, reason- I think a lot of this is just them bluffing. I mean, at the end of the day, this is a stupid move. The idea that you're going to move one of the top safeties in football doesn't make your team a better team. Mm-hmm. So I said, and I what are you going to get? What would you get to in with- a trade? Like a second, maybe a thir- probably a third round well, pick. Yeah. So right now, I said. No, you'll get higher than. And this is what I said. I think if I'm the Jets, and I understand, I understand both sides. We talked about this right before the show. Everyone wants their money now. You, me, and, and, and Joe Schmo down the street. These guys are in their prime. They want but, to get paid. But here's the thing: if I'm the Jets, I call his bluff. Okay, you wed him. You don't want to play good. Sit out the whole year. 
You're not getting that money ever again because you never make up what you lost. Le'Veon Bell. Okay. You sit it. You want to sit out the whole year. He'll eventually come back. Trust me. I don't think he'll sit out the whole year. He'll come back because he'll want the to. Reason, and hold on, let me yeah, finish yeah, this yeah, last block. If there was a season, season plays on, Jets don't make the playoffs, whatever. Next off season, then you trade him before the draft. The draft, you can get a first round pick for him. Trust me. And you there's get, a lot of playoff teams because they were talking right about them before. Like the Cowboys had like the 17th, 18th pick this year. The D Cowboys were going to offer the first round draft pick and a third for him, a first and a third. That's what the value is for him at a high price safety at his quality, at his age. At his age, too. So next year, if you're the Jets and you're like, all right, this year you go eight and eight. So you're somewhere around 16th pick. You get the, you get another first-round pick plus a third round. You trade him now, of course. You can net, you lose a quality player. You can't, Quality player. He's one, of the, he's one of the better players in the entire league. You get value back. By trading him now, you're not going to get the assets that you would get next year in the offseason, at least in draft value, because no one's going to trade you a type of player that's as good as him, you know, one for one. Like, hey, I'm going to trade Joe Aguilar for 10 keys, and uh, and it's, it just doesn't happen like that. You I don't know. know. He might have the value on you with, with both of them. Well, you know, look, not, not for nothing, let, let, let's go back a year to the Odell Beckham trade. I mean yeah. – in, in real time, that was a horrible trade for the Giants. Now, we see how things have shaken out. and It's not too bad. Maybe it's not at as bad it as probably, It probably works out for the Giants in that uh, you got a guy like Darius Slayton who was able to break out. You're going to be able to get more touches for guys like Tate and, and Shepard and Ingram. It, it yep. probably yeah, works out, it. It probably so works out better. Boy. And you still have Saquon. So that's, that's an easy win for them. Yeah. I think a situation here where I mean the Jets are not a good team already. No, they need, you're not they in, need players. They need sure players. you're not, but you're not in position to trade your best player. I yeah, mean that's, that's that's ludicrous. Other than Darnold, he's probably your cornerstone, your only other cornerstone of your team moving forward. Joe, are you always a player side guy? Well, no, I, I'm not. And let me, I want to just exactly. say something because I, I feel like, you know, generally speaking, when a billionaire owner doesn't want to pay a millionaire player, we're all so quick to side with the billionaire. I know. You know, Again, what, what, listen, what, what is Jamal Adams? He's, he's owed 13.4 million over the next two years. So about, about $6.8 million. He should be getting that per year. He should, he should be, be getting that per year. That's all the guy wants. I mean, what what are you going to sign up for a four or five year deal? So the guy gets paid now. He just wants to get paid now. He's your best player now. He should be getting paid like your best player now. Because so, uh, four years from now, when he's 30 and he that's out the window, now you're going to be like, well, I can't pay you now. You're old. It's a lose-lose so for the players. And I'm telling you, fans and, and generally the pundits out there talking about these guys for some reason. Always side with the billionaires, yeah, and I so just quick, can't get so behind quick, it. So eager yeah, because they're like, oh, like it's that. all. We always talk about. We like put down the player for wanting money. When yes. we, if we were all in the same position, like we, we did, would want the same thing. Look, there's. There's now. certainly there's certainly been guys who have been unreasonable in their in their salary. I mean, Dak Prescott's not getting thirty five million either. That's stupid. But if <laughs> Dak Prescott's saying I want to be paid top five money, then pay him top five money. Absolutely. He's, he's a top five guy. Again, maybe that's a debate we could have on another show. That's but definitely a debate. Look, I don't know if I ever say that. If you stop. can make the argument, then I think you can ask for the money. If you're asking for something outrageous or you're asking for a trade when when there's no leverage to be had for your team, then then you're asking for something that's not realistic. This yeah. guy is your best player. 
And mm-hmm. as you said, with along with Darnold, the cornerstone of your franchise that you're trying to turn around and make better. Yeah, Pay yeah this you, guy have, now. you haven't been good, and you want yeah by trading. Well, and, well, we'll say this. So he did see Christian McCaffrey get a big deal this year, and much ahead of schedule, but well deserved. Listen. I did the most. Put, 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 put his numbers up against any running back the first three years of his career. He's like top three in like all categories. I think I sent you the picture. He, yeah, he's, um, he's up there. He's uh, between rushing yards and passing yards and everything else. What I will say with this though is, then why why wouldn't Saquon ask for money then right now? And because what happens is, is you start setting a precedent. Yeah. And I think teams don't want to set that precedent right now, Joe. Which you're still knowing to, that you have a couple years going down. Because the here's the thing. Like Jamal Adams wants his money, right? Mm-hmm. Who did they draft last year? Uh first round. Last year. Oh man. I'm drawing a blank. I forgot too. It, does, it, it really doesn't matter, but like okay, it doesn't matter. We'll say with Darnold. Oh, they took uh Quinn Williams. Quinn Williams. But, uh, I, but I'm just saying players you, teams want to wait at least to that fourth year. Yeah. To solidify because you don't want to pay you you don't want to pay a player too early. But I understand where Joe goes, I can cut you tomorrow. And you got nothing. And you got nada. Right. I mean, just ask Le'Veon Bell. I mean, he got less from the Jets than what the Steelers offered him. So, I mean, I also – I remember Todd Gurley saying a couple of years back that the NFL players were jealous of the NBA players because they had all these demands. They can do whatever they want. If they wanted to get paid, if they wanted to get traded. Well, because they were a player it. like LeBron can change all oh, of it. Wherever LeBron James is gone, he's count? made better. And then when he went, my point, Miami, downhill. After my, he left Cleveland, they were the worst team in basketball. My point is, is that – NFL players are jealous of NBA players because of the the player. The, the yeah, but they're, they're in, players league. They're but, a players but, league. That's why it's not just that. And, and, and I'm not saying you're wrong. You are right. But the impact. Thank you. But it, the impact of one basketball player, like a guy like LeBron oh, yeah, James, yeah, I'm sorry, but yeah, yeah. Jamal Adams going to the Chiefs. One team is not going to like. Put, well, did you see all the teams that he's he not, not going to put the team over the top? But tell me, a quarterback. All the that's going to go to a new team. Now we got some. Now we're talking different business. You know Did what you I mean? See the teams that are inter- that he's interested in going. To yeah, all winning, playoff, teams. all winning teams. Yeah, because players want to win too. You want to win. You want. You want to make the money. But who the hell wants to blow two and fourteen every year? That's why you joke about like Calvin Johnson, Barry Sanders. There was always that underlying thing is maybe those guys retired because yep. yep. they played for the Detroit Lions and they were sick of losing every year. No offense, Lions. You put the work in every year to lose. If Calvin Johnson was playing for the Dallas Cowboys, if Barry Sanders was playing for a team that were winning football, would he have played two or three extra years? Who knows? Because the opportunity to win a Super Bowl ring sometimes yeah. is more powerful than anything. It's not about the money. The guy just wants to have that opportunity to have the biggest succeeding goal you could have as a player is to win a championship. Well, I'm glad you said that because I I think that's 100% true. I don't think there's a guy in professional sports that's not playing because he also wants to win. I mean, everybody wants to get paid. Everybody wants to be a starter. But at the end of the day, nobody wants to lose. And the idea that any any of these guys, you know, and again, there's been people who have said stupid stuff in the past. The idea that anybody would be content with losing is nonsense. Yeah. You know, I, I think no, even if you're that. even if you're in Cleveland or or some loser town where losing is tradition, like Detroit, you know, pick pick one of those loserville towns. I guess we could say the I guess we could say the Giants and Jets because no. they have no the really, Jets more so really than the Giants. We're They're slumping. We're the slumping. Mets, There's a the difference. Mets, this is a slump. The Mets have been a disaster. They've been the more World Series than the Yankees the past 10 years. I mean, we've talked about this going over and over with sports. Like, Boston's been a big – last 20 years, they've been dominant. I mean, they've got, I think, the most championships of a city 
Yeah. The, the Bruins have won like four championships. The Red Sox have won like three or four championships. The Patriots, they feel like they're in every damn Super Bowl for the last 20 years. I mean, yeah. on and on. And that's why, I mean, you just see what's happening and one of the better players in the league wanting out. And while well, the Jets, they got a decision to make. They're either going to pay, I, I, they're I, either gonna pay one of their corners, or the future of their team, or they're going to let him get traded and pick up some assets. You know I what? Think not for be- nothing. When's the last time you saw anybody from the Dallas Mavericks bitching about playing there or about the conditions or their treatment or salary? You don't because Mark Cuban's a smart guy. Mark Cuban knows that yeah. happy employees are more productive employees. He is a guys, player. Guys that are, yeah. well, look, and there's something to that because since he's yeah. taken over that team, they've been extremely competitive. Uh, and it's a destination that comes up literally for everybody. Yeah, and some, owners, and some owners are cheap. They all listen. We, me and Dad have talked about this for years about the Mara family. G- great family, cheap, yeah. cheap yeah, bastards. Yeah. They don't like to pay. They do not like to pay. They have been cheap. They Which is funny cheap. because the Jets are the opposite. The Jets always love the the back page story headline. Love to pay. Le'Veon Bell. They love to go get these guys. For them to have this opposite effect for them, it's it's definitely negative, and it's going to affect yeah, the definitely. locker room if they don't pay him because other players on that they're team gonna are going to see that like, going forward. Hmm. They're going to see that going forward, and that's why Dave Gettleman had the reputation because they signed Beckham and they eventually traded him. So it's like that's what happens. The Jets have a tough situation going forward. Joseph, as always, thank you for joining us. Happy Father's and Day, Happy buddy. Father's Day, my friend. Have fun tonight. Enjoy playing with. Good luck. Wait. <laughs> That'll be social distancing, of course. But yeah, guys, thanks for having me on. Do you, your play, dad, uh, do you have to play with a mask? Um, I don't know. It'd be hard to do that. I I don't think so. I think as long as decisions, we're social distancing. Decisions. decisions. Yeah. yeah, happy Father's Day to everyone. Happy anniversary to our parents. Um, you know. Yeah, happy anniversary. Happy thirty-four years. Happy anniversary. Yeah, I, I, I guess I'll we, know, really understand what it's like eventually. Maybe one day, someday in the near future. I don't know. Probably not. Well, hey, mom and dad, we love you. We thank you. And we're grateful for everything you do for us. Everybody, have a wonderful Father's Day for all the fathers out there. Enjoy the beautiful weather because, well, doesn't happen long in Connecticut. Could be snowing tomorrow. Take take advantage of this nice and beautiful weather. Joe, like I said, thank you for joining us as well. Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes. YouTube as well, Keys to the City, all major platforms, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, as well as Clovercrest Media. If you want to try to join a podcast or just get involved with this type of work, that guy right there, you see on the screen, message him. His name is Joseph Aguirre if you want, and get enjo- and enjoy. Or Joe, and have some or Joe, or Joe Aguirre. Or Joe, or the great Joe Aguirre. Like I like to say, Joseph Slicker. Are, are, you, are you? Yeah. Look, he's got the he's got the hair. He's growing it like Dread now. Look oh, at it. Quick question. It took him a couple months, but he's getting so, there. I gotta ask you one other last question. Yeah, yeah. Are you getting some? Are they cooking you dinner tonight? Cooking you some? Food? Hey, what do you get? What do you get? What's uh, or like you getting put on the grill? No, we got the mug. There's a the barbecue mug. going on right now. By all right, bye. I feel like we gotta let you go there. Yeah, go. yeah. I get you guys. Thank you, as, thank you as always, brother. Stay safe. You too, ladies and gentlemen. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. Yeah. Keys to the City, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness. In the making, double up on facts we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, Keys to the City, we unlocking the statements.